Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And a good afternoon. Hope everybody is doing well. Great to have you here on Listen Up been a great week really appreciate all the support and uh, wanted to let you know i was just going back and looking at uh, some of the numbers after i post this show on my podcast platform and i've had more listeners this week than at any other time since doing the show so i want to thank you very much for your support uh it means the world to me we've had a lot of interesting calls this week we've broached a lot of different subjects and uh, I really enjoyed that. So I really appreciate that. You know, I've said when I do this show, uh, I have an open forum pretty much. In other words, I don't format the show. I go by what you want to discuss. Uh, I mentioned some talk, uh, topics at the top of the show, and then I let you dictate where we go from there. And uh, we've had a really good week. So for that, again, uh, I thank you very much. I don't know if you saw Tiger Woods uh, as he finished off a horrible two days of golf at St. Andrews, uh, but the walk up the famed 18 was uh, amazing. It was an amazing tribute uh, to Tiger. He got emotional, uh, teary-eyed, uh, coming up that famed 18. Uh, arguably uh, the most famous closing hole in the world of golf. Yeah, I can't really think of another hole other than maybe 18 at Pebble Beach, and I wouldn't put 18 at Pebble Beach above the 18th uh, at St. Andrews. But you think about the history on that golf course, the birthplace of golf, where they have been playing over 700 years, right? Think about that for a minute. They've been playing golf at St. Andrews for over 700 years. And Tiger Woods, who's won two of his three Open Championships uh, at St. Andrews, said afterwards, to me, it felt like this might have been my last British Open here at St. Andrews. And the fans, the ovation and the warmth, it was an unbelievable feeling. I understand what Jack and Arnold had gone through in the past. I was kind of feeling that way down there at the end. Pretty amazing, the scene uh, at 18 today. I hope you had a chance to watch it. If not, uh, it is available uh, everywhere. And you think about, again, the history of that golf course. And, you know, I did a rant on this earlier in the week. You know, when you watch the Open Championship at St. Andrews, it's got to be the, the, the least appealing golf course to your eye 
All right. I mean, when you have you watched any golf yesterday or today? Seriously, have you tuned in to watch the Open Championship at St. Andrews? And I played there three years ago. And again, when you tee off at number one, there's really nothing like it. Uh, to stand there on that first tee box at the old course at St. Andrews, and then you get to the road hole at 17, and then the majestic walk over the bridge at 18, and the history, it's, there's, there's really nothing like that. But visually, when you watch the Open Championship, at St. Andrews, and I made the reference, it's like a cow pasture, and it really is. It doesn't even look like a golf course when you're out there. I mean, really, you're. You, there are times when you're like, I can't believe I'm on a golf course. It doesn't even feel like a golf course. You know, there are times when you are literally walking down the fairway, and you have, within a short proximity, 16 people. Your foursome with four caddies, another foursome and their four caddies, because you have fairways that intersect one another. You have double greens where you can literally be standing on a green with 15 other people because of a double green, which, by the way, I found to be kind of neat. But when you just turn on the TV to watch the Open at St. Andrews, it is just not a visually appealing golf course. It is just not. Uh, speaking of the golf, uh, Cameron Smith, 13 under. Cameron Young, 11 under. And Rory McIlroy at 10 under par. Victor Hovland at 10 under par. Dustin Johnson at 9 under uh, at the halfway point. But I hope you had a chance to watch that today with Tiger Woods coming up the 18th. Might be the last time uh, we ever see him at St. Andrews. Probably in all likelihood, you know, based on where he's at now, based on him physically, uh, probably, well, we'll see. You know, we are talking about Tiger Woods, but it's uh, it's hard to imagine that he's going to be back there in uh, 2030. Probably not. All right, if you want to get in on the show today, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. The other uh, interesting news today, you know, it, is off the field again. So the Houston Texans, all right? The Houston Texans, you ready for this? Did you hear the news today? They have settled, all right, claims involving 30 women, all right? They've reached settlements with 30 women who made claims or were going to against the NFL for their role regarding the sexual misconduct of their former quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Tony Busby, who represents uh, the woman, made that statement today. Think about that. Huh? Think about that. And you know what's interesting? Busby said this. I will have no further comment on the allegations or the Texans' alleged role, other than to say that there is a marked contrast in the way in which the Texans addressed these allegations and the way in which Watson's team has done so. I got a question. Today, 
is July 15th, right? Correct? So I have a question. When is when is the National Football League going to make their decision known on Deshaun Watson? When's that going to happen? When is the NFL going to come out and let everyone know whether Deshaun Watson is going to be on the field this year or not? I mean, I think it's pretty apparent that he's not, but when is when are they going to come out and let us know what is the punishment going to be for Watson from the NFL's perspective? And then, by the way, Watson can appeal that decision. So keep that in mind as well. Right? He'll have the – again, let me explain what happens. He will have the option to appeal the penalty to Roger Goodell. That is according to the league's collective bargaining agreement. So if Deshaun Watson is suspended, and most believe that he will be, and most believe it will be for the entire season, he will then have the opportunity to appeal his suspension to Roger Goodell. Now think about this. Can you imagine Deshaun Watson playing football this year? You think that's going to happen? Uh-uh. I didn't think so. All right, final weekend of Major League Baseball before the All-Star break. I don't know about you, but baseball to me is a broken sport right now. All right? And you think about this. You think about the way the game is played. And you think about the haves and the have-nots. Just look at the standings in Major League Baseball. And I had a conversation with former Major League Baseball player Eric Burns yesterday on No Filter Network. Yeah, it's great if you're a Yankees fan, right? If you're a fan of the Twins or the the Guardians and that horrible, horrible AL Central. It's great if you're a fan of the Houston Astros. You know, they've got an 11-game lead on the Mariners. It's great if you're a fan of the Dodgers, nine-and-a-half game lead over the Padres. And it's pretty good if you're a fan of the Brewers or the Cardinals. Or if you're a fan of the Mets or the Braves. But here's the problem. And I'm not even going to include Tampa in this conversation because they're good year in and year out. And they're not bad this year. They're 49-40, and 40, but they're 13 out because of the Yankees with 62 wins. But if you're a fan of so many other teams in Major League Baseball that basically have no chance of winning, who are playing, I mean, think about this. Think about the National League Central. The third place team, Pittsburgh, is 38 and 52. Pittsburgh, the Cubs, and the Reds stink, right? If you're a fan of so many other teams like Kansas City or Detroit, right? I mean, how about the Angels with Trout and Otani at 39 and 51? But I mean, there's so many bad teams in Major League Baseball this year. And the way the game is played, strikeout or home run, we're going to see a pitching change in the fifth, in the sixth, two in the seventh, in the eighth, maybe two in the ninth. I mean, you can just, it's just terrible. The ball is not in play enough for me. You know, when I try to watch baseball, the ball is not in play enough. It's just not. All right, if you missed my podcast today, 
I once again talk about the hypocrisy of LeBron James and his absurd comments as it relates to Brittany Griner's detention in a Russian jail in which he once again had to backtrack. And I talked about how the mainstream media has basically ignored the story. Okay. There are some that have had no problem coming out and calling it the way it is. Dan Dockich, who's based in Indianapolis for Outkick. Jason Whitlock on his podcast, Fearless with Jason Whitlock. But the mainstream media just ignores it. Just absolutely runs away and hides from it. Right? Let LeBron James come out and make a just a an egregious, awful comment as it relates to Brittany Griner. And then has to go on social media to his 50 plus million followers and then try to clarify that he was not speaking poorly of America. What a joke, seriously. And as Dan Dockage said, and said it very well, still waiting for LeBron James to speak up on the 17-year-old who lost his life in the parking lot of his I Promise High School. Haven't heard that yet. Still waiting. Still waiting, LeBron. Still waiting. What an absolute disgrace. Just disgraceful. All right, if you want to get in on the show today, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do this. I will have somewhat of an abbreviated show today because I have an event that I have to be at tonight. So just putting that out there right now. So if you want to get in on the program today, uh, now is definitely the time. All right, let's open up some phone calls. And why don't we uh, say hello to Jeff right here on this Friday edition of Listen Up. Hey, Jeff, how are you today? Grant. I hope you have a great weekend. Same to you, buddy. Hey, anyways, uh, I had a quick question from you from yesterday. You were talking about rookie kid, and then you did your rant on the rookie uh, on the summer league camp. Okay. How was yep. Marvin Bagley when he played? What did you think of him? During, did he play during the – what did he show during the – Yeah, he played. He, he, not, he, he, not, not much. Uh, he was – Rather disappointing. Uh, the California Classic uh, did not really, okay. you know, show what we thought he would. Uh, kind of a luke, lukewarm summer league for him. Okay. Okay. I was just wondering because you you said you can tell, you know, basically the guy's going to be a you know good player, not great, or let's not put him in the Hall of Fame yet. But I imagine he was kind of lukewarm then, huh? You can tell in summer league, again, I've always made this point. If you're a top, I'm just going to say top 10 for now, okay? If you're a top 10 pick in the NBA draft and you go to summer league and you don't stand out, that's a big time red flag because you're not playing against NBA caliber competition. So you look at this year, all of the top draft picks this year have shown that they they can be a good player, right? I mean, the, the the top picks in this year's draft, and I'm talking about last month, have all shown that, okay, they're legitimate. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to be good NBA players, meaning they're going to be all-stars. They're going to be franchise players. That's not what it means. But if you go to Summer League, it, yeah, you if you go to Summer starter. League, Jeff, you know, if you're like, t- let's, let's use Thomas Robinson as an example. 
Thomas Robinson was the fifth overall pick in the draft and looked okay. lost in summer league. If you're the fifth overall pick in the NBA draft and you look lost in summer league and you no one even knows that you're on the floor because you're not doing anything, that's a big problem. Right. Who was that other guy the Kings drafted that big the the white guy the center way back in way at, uh, in the George Papianis. No, Klein. Was it Klein? Oh no, but Joe Klein was a good player. I mean, was Joe he? Klein was a good player. Yeah, he was a good player. I mean, he wasn't Carl Malone, but okay. Joe Klein had a really good NBA career. Yeah. Now, was it the right pick for the Kings? No, it was not the right pick okay. for the Kings. But, I mean, Joe Klein had a hell of an NBA career. I mean, the guy played for, what, 15 years, right? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, Joe – I mean, so, wow. you know, listen, a lot of people that. can, you know, bag on Joe Klein all they want. Um, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't an all-star, yeah. uh, but he had – a good NBA career. I mean, he played from 1985 to 2000. Right. He played 15 years in the NBA. That's unbelievable. Right? Hey, question you, you were talking about earlier. Can Watson still play when he's protesting the suspension? No. Oh, no. Okay. And the other thing I had based on your conversation yesterday, did you hear about the Olympic uh, woman, uh, her last name, uh, Glass? That was attacked with the pipe, uh, got smashed in her eye down in L.A. And, and I did see, I, I I did see that. I saw it. Uh, I can't remember what website I saw it, but I did. I didn't read the full article. I saw the headline, and then I moved on. I didn't read the whole story, but I did see it. Yes. Well, she came on Fox today, did an interview, and oh my God, did she blast the wokeness? And she blasted the uh, the DA down there. And just laid right into it. Uh, and then I was watching the fight. They were so they said they were so proud of her that she could be someone that could stand up. And uh, now the, the liberals are moving. They're they're saying they've been moving away from those wokeness. That was a big thing today. They've been told to drop it, move away, or they're going to lose their asses in the next election. And uh, but anyways, I wanted to bring that up because I felt really bad for that woman and like we were saying the these pol politicians yesterday and i don't want to get on politics again because it's a sports show but she you know she finally i mean she's a black woman and she stood up and said this is atrocious we have to do now where's lebron james on her being attacked huh you know what i'm saying uh, you won't you won't hear from LeBron James. Uh, you know he, as Mitch Album said, uh, LeBron is one of those that is selective with his noise, and uh, I think we know what his ramifications are before he speaks out. Not ramifications. What his criteria is before he speaks out on certain matters. Not ramifications. Criteria. I think you know LeBron's got a checklist, and I think we know what is his checklist entails. Uh, and the reason why we know it's right there. Uh, for all to see on a social media account. It's disgraceful. The guy's a hypocrite. Right, right. Well, the best story in baseball is uh, <laughs> the Woeful Orioles. <laughs> Ten in a row. Well, yeah, how about that, huh? How about that? Hey, how about that? Hey, you have a great weekend. Okay, bye-bye. All right, take it easy. All right. If you want to come on, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and uh, we will do it. And uh, it's always great when we can converse with Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Good afternoon. How are you today, sir? Good afternoon, Napes. What's going on, man? Doing good. Uh, I would love it if you would share the story that you shared with me 
via a phone call because I thought that was just fabulous to uh, hear that story about your dad and the Uber driver. Sure, it, uh, it would be pleasure to do so. Um, my uh, dad is a pilot. Uh, he's flown for some sports franchises, um, you know, private people or private jets. And long story short, he listened to the Pay It Forward podcast, and they were in a Uber coming back from Doco uh, late last week. And uh, long. <laughs> It's crazy because he started talking, this is not like him, but he started talking to the Uber driver and the Uber driver said he was trying to break into aviation. He had, you know, done his hours, but he wasn't sure how to get in. And my dad talked to him a little bit more about it. And because of my dad and his contacts, he ended up having coffee today with the guy for two hours and now he may have a line into aviation that he would not have had my dad not listened to your podcast and you know really taken that to heart so grant i think that was such a great podcast and i appreciate you putting that out and look it's helped somebody else well i love that you know i relayed the story when i had sean salisbury on uh, a little more than a year ago and Sean talked about being rock bottom and being down and out. And he talked about meeting a homeless person on the side of the road uh, after Sean had made a U-turn to go uh, assist the person on Christmas morning, whose name is Russell, and they've become lifelong friends. And Sean has been instrumental in changing Russell's life around. And Sean has also talked about how Russell has had a, a profound impact on Sean's life. And I received a direct message on social media shortly thereafter from a uh, individual, I believe he was 42 years old, uh, that also had hit rock bottom, who was thinking of uh, ending his life, was in despair, uh, had broken away from his family, uh, was basically living on an island, had no one in his life, and said that after listening to Sean Salisbury talk about his rock bottom and what he went through, that this individual had a new perspective, had reunited with his mom and family members and was thanking me for having Sean on my podcast to talk about that. And I, and I got right back to him. I go, you don't need to thank me. I said, you know, are you doing okay? Um, you know, you, you're going to be fine. Rock bottom is part of life. And most of us go through it at some point in time. And, you know, it was just gratifying though, to think about a podcast, perhaps, and again, I'm saying maybe saving a person's life because of the profound impact that it had on only one individual. And maybe it had a profound impact on more individuals. I know you and I, uh, last week on our podcast, you know, we talked about your son. I talked about my sister, and it's just interesting, those that have reached out who have also dealt with family members with disabilities, with brain injuries, with various ailments. And, you know, it's just nice that people know they're not alone, that others go through the same thing that they're going through. So I appreciate you relaying that story. That's awesome. Yeah, no doubt. It was actually funny. He's like, hey, can you uh, share this with Grant? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
yeah, I'll reach out to him and let him know. But, you know, I, I think in what you said is absolutely true. I think the more important part is you don't have to be a caller. You don't have to be a podcaster. You don't have to be a broadcaster. Look at yourself. There's somebody probably in your life that you can share something with that will help them out. And you have no idea what they're going through. But if you open up and put that platform forward, that that could be a huge assistance to them because, you know, not a grant. You don't share everything you're going through. I don't share everything I'm going through. No. So, you know, just, you know, think about that next person. You don't have to be a public figure. Just, you know, think about the people in your life and, you know, try to see or at least, you know, share your stories if you can. But, hey, speaking of stories, the uh, British Open, Tigers walk up 18. I, I kind of laughed when I saw it was incredible. incredible. I kind of laughed because in the back of my mind, I thought about you because of the shot that you hit on 18 and no disrespect. <laughs> you are no Tiger Woods. But uh, what, no, what kind of pissed me off was immediately the media jumped to is this it for Tiger? Sure. Could it be at St. Andrews? I would guess so. I mean, typically they would or Tiger would have walked back across the bridge if he planned on retiring, I think that is the proper etiquette. Um, but, you know, it's like, why not just enjoy the moment? It, it, it was a beautiful moment. And think about Tiger, the most intense guy on the golf course. Obviously, the moments he's had with his dad and Charlie after he won the Masters coming back. You know, seeing him tear up. I mean, it, it, appreciate that. Let's not start the discussion this soon after a moment like that well i i understand where you're coming from i think it's uh i think that people need to understand and accept the fact that you know there's going to come a time when tiger woods is not playing golf anymore the same way we say goodbye to jack nicholas the same way we say goodbye to arnold palmer and and those other legends and i think the game based on tv ratings is absolutely starve starving i should say for their next star there's there who is going to be that next phenom that comes out that gravitates the sports world because the one thing that you cannot really debate is golf with tiger woods is different than golf without tiger woods similarly the way tennis changed when the mcenroe connors era uh you know people were like, gee, Pete Sampras is great, but he doesn't play with any emotion. He's not John McEnroe. And then you had Andre Agassi in the Pete Sampras era. But since then, you know, American tennis has fallen flat on its face. And I'm talking about the men's side, not the women's, because obviously Serena Williams. But, you know, we're starving for that next phenom in a sport. And I think that's part of it as well. I think people are so afraid of Tiger Woods not playing golf anymore, Ryan, because there isn't that next phenom that's coming up yeah there are tremendous players but they all go through cycles you know we saw dustin johnson was number one for a while then after his accident at the masters you know we really haven't seen his return to the power that he's been now he's on the leaderboard on the first page now how about jordan spieth he went through that amazing run where he won the masters he won the u.s open we thought he was going to be the next tiger woods and then he disappeared from the game we don't see we rory mcelroy you know, even though he's not an American, Rory McIlroy was that guy. And then Rory just went through a period of time where he could barely make a cut. So, you know, I think we're starving for that next superstar 
in the world of golf. But you're right. That was the um, that was the first thing that was talked about. Even even on the live golf coverage, they were speculating on whether this would be the last time we'd ever see Tiger Woods at St. Andrews. So, you know, your point's well taken. I get that. Uh, most most of the legends, when they know it's when it's when it's their time, they stop at the Swilkin Bridge and they they pose for pictures. Tiger didn't do that. He walked over the bridge, he raised his cap, and he didn't stop. He kept on going. And that kind of led to the dialogue. Well, gee, maybe he is going to come back and play at the next Open. I think it's in 2030 at St. Andrews. But uh, I understand your point. It's a good one. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, but Grant, and, and I agree with you, but, you know, let, let's look at Tiger Woods for a second. He is, you know, in the top two, three of golfers all time. Those no guys question. do not come along very often. That's why there's only two of, or two or three of them. So, you know, I don't know if it's expectations from the fans that you think that next guy is going to roll around and be that same personality. I mean, we've had the honor and don't get me wrong. He has had his issues um, between we don't need to go into him, actually, but he's had his issues. Yeah, exactly. We know what they are. And, you know, he is still echelon. So, you know, you have to temper your expectations. Sure. Does the PGA Tour need somebody? that's going to carry it at this point or be the next big name, but don't expect a Tiger Woods. That's not happening. Yeah, but you see, people are expecting that. And I would agree with you because every generation has their true star in a sport. I mean, they really do. And when you look at golf, you know, the generation of Jack Nicklaus and Arnold Palmer and Tom Watson, right? Tom Watson being younger, uh, of course, Arnold Palmer is deceased. Jack is now in his 80s. You know, Tom Watson almost won the Open Championship a couple of years ago. 
So then, you know, so we had those three incredible golfers and then Tiger kind of followed up Tom Watson. And now we've had a generation of Tiger Woods. We almost expect a generational talent every generation. Do we not? I mean, we we've had it in baseball. We have it in football, you know, with Tom Brady following on Joe Montana's footsteps. We 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 have it in basketball. I mean, think about this. You know, if you want to go back, I, I don't. I won't go back in the '50s and the '60s. But if you want to start with the Magic and Bird era, followed by, you know, Jordan, then Kobe, then LeBron. I mean, we had generational talents in different sports. I think the golf world is looking for the next generational talent. Fair or unfair, but I believe that's what they're looking for. Well, absolutely, and you're you're spot on. And I think that you know, golf is a little bit different than you know basketball football you you have more players on the field you know in some of those sports and golf is definitely specialized i mean you're going to if you are a very promising talent going to focus on that but you know there's more of an opportunity within the team sports to have somebody that is a generational talent and that's based off the people they are playing against you know um, but hey, I, I want to digress really quickly. Um, I missed your opening. My apologies. Uh, the, the Texans paying off 30 yes. victims. And I'm going to call them victims. I, I don't care what anybody else says. 30 victims. And Deshaun's paid off 20. Grant, yep. if that guy, regardless of touching the field this year, or next year, the protests are going to be just out of hand from female fans, from people, and everybody should be against, in my opinion, you know, what possibly happened, allegedly, as you say. So uh, there is no good way out for them, but the Texans paying off 30. Are you kidding me? I know. And I read this. Uh, I did talk about this at the beginning of my show. And I read a quote from the attorney representing the woman. Uh, uh, Busby said this, quote, I will have no further comment on the allegations or the Texans alleged role other than to say that there is a marked contrast in the way in which the Texans address these allegations and the way in which Watson's team has done so. How about that statement? Right. It blows my mind. I'm trying to get in front of it, but it basically is. I mean, Grant, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have been through legal situations. You settle that quick. Again, we've talked about this numerous times. Yep. Where there is smoke, there is fire. Absolutely. And so now we're at a point where the person that was the perp, to all degree, I, we have to say he was the perp at this point. You settle 30 cases when he's only settled yep. 20. How does this affect the Texans? Not only that, there are women that he had massages with that have come out and admitted they had consensual sex. So there are some that had consensual sex. So what does that mean? It means that Sean Watson was not going just for a massage. Okay, I mean, you know, you you just got to use your common sense here. And these allegations, whereas some, some, and again, I'm going to say this, some may be false, some may be a cash grab, not all of them. 
And as you said, where there's smoke, there is fire. I don't understand how this guy is going to be on the national football, playing in the NFL anytime soon for the reasons that you mentioned. I, I just don't see how this is going to have a, a good ending, so to speak, where Deshaun Watson is, is, is the, I'm going to use this example and maybe it's not a good one, but Michael Vick was incarcerated in a federal prison for two years. Okay. He came out and was able to resume his career and had quite a following, by the way, and had quite a support group. And the difference is he did pay his punishment to society as dictated by our court of law. Our court of law sentenced him to two years in federal prison. He paid his debt to society. He came back out. He was able to rejoin uh, or reestablish his career. He had uh, really quite a following when he did so. I don't know how that's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. I really don't. I think this is completely different. I don't see how this is going to really have a storybook ending for him the way it had for Michael Vick. I don't see that. Grant, there's you're spot on. There's no way. This is, and I am not discounting what happened to those animals and what Michael Vick did, but this is sexual assault being paid off yep. to avoid that's criminal what it is. proceedings. That, that, that's yep. literally what well, it is. Y- yes and no. Let's be fair here. Two grand juries decided not to indict, okay? And so we got to be careful with that because, again, in our court of law, okay, in our judicial system, two grand juries in the state of Texas felt there was not enough evidence to proceed forward and there was no indictment, okay? So we got to we, we, we can't ignore that. I'm with you. I think the, the, I'm using common sense here, just like you are and others. I think it's very easy to make the claim that Deshaun Watson was somebody that had a very, um, uh, I'll call it a sick fetish, call it whatever you want. First of all, how many people have as many masseuses as he does for a well-known athlete? And he wasn't just going for a massage. He was, uh, for lack of a better term, preying on these individuals and was trying to get them to go as far as, he could get him to go, let's be honest, in a sexual uh, realm. That's what he was doing. I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's there in black and white. There's really no gray area here. I, I'm with you. I don't understand how Deshaun Watson's going to resume his career. I think there's going to be protests galore, and I don't think it's going to stop. And I, I think this is going to go on and on and on. I really do. So give me a little bit of leash here. I will be responsible. But if you are somebody that was sexually assaulted, If you get hit up on a DM and it's, hey, can you come give me a massage? And you were not expecting what was going to happen. You're going to tell me that you're not going to the police? There's a reason why this went to a grand jury. In my opinion, this is strictly my opinion. I believe these people were paid off ahead of time because why would something like this grant go to a grand jury there's much more important things that happen in our nation that never go to a federal grand jury it it, nothing uh, nothing makes sense about this situation uh okay so there were 66 women all right 24 filed lawsuits at at the beginning, one woman sued Watson 
but then withdrew the complaint. Two women filed criminal complaints, but did not sue him. 15 therapists issued statements of support for Watson at the request of his lawyers. Who knows what could happen there? Four therapists contracted with the Texans. Five women identified by the plaintiff's lawyers during the investigation for their lawsuits. And at least 15 other women whose appointments with Watson were confirmed through interviews and records reviewed by the Times. This is, you know, I'm reading, you know, from various uh, reports out here. Here's the deal. I'm like you. I don't know what the hell happened or did not happen from a legal sense. Okay, that's not what I do. Just like what you don't do. But 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 I but I have common sense, and common sense tells me that Deshaun Watson is guilty of these accusations. Okay, I don't really care what the Texas grand jury said. It's almost like I don't really care that O.J. Simpson was found not guilty. Okay, O.J. Simpson's guilty of murder. You know it, and I know it. Okay, the facts that a court of law did not convict him doesn't mean he's innocent. The fact that the grand jury decided not to indict two grand juries to me does not absolve Deshaun Watson of these claims. Deshaun Watson is guilty. We know he's guilty. He knows he's guilty. His attorney knows he's guilty. And I mean, enough is enough, right? Can we just move on with this? Um, I mean, (laughs) this is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's an insult to our intelligence to think that Deshaun Watson is not guilty in at least some form. Not saying he's guilty of all of the accusations, but he's guilty on enough of them. And we all know that. All right. We can't deny that. No doubt. And Grant, you know what the most important thing is? This doesn't happen again. That is the yes. most important thing yep. going forward. And it probably and, will. Well, possibly. But at the yep. end of the day, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote you because this is your line. Shame on the Texans and shame on the Browns. Yep. Period. End Ryan, of story. Amen. You have a good weekend. Thanks All for right, the brother. Call. Have a good week. Take care. All right, you too. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls. And uh, we are going to get to beautiful Calgary, Alberta, and Bella B. Bella, hit your uh, microphone icon, and we'll put you right on. Uh, the last time you came on for me, uh, you thought that it was bad luck, and the Calgary Flames went out that night, and they scored, what, three goals in the first two minutes. Bella, how are you? Bella, are you with me? I can't hear you, Bella. Bummer. I wanted to hear about uh, you losing Johnny Gaudreau to the Columbus. I was thinking about you this week uh, when he signed the uh, huge contract. And I was like, uh-oh, Bella is not going to be happy. She's just lost her star star player for the Calgary Flames. All right, let's get to uh, Waggus right here on Listen App. Waggus, what's going on, buddy? Good, good. How are you, Grant? Sorry, long time. I'm good. No talk. Been busy. No problem, buddy. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I just want to make a quick comment on the Deshaun Watson. So uh, then I have a question for you. So, um, you know, like, like Grant, you were obviously for 30 years a Kings play-by-play announcer. And, and part of that position comes with, you know, a certain responsibility of being a public figure. So I don't really care if he's guilty or not. But for him to put himself in that position multiple times, not just one time, I, you know, I kind of have a problem with that, right? Because, you know, you're supposed to be, yep. you know, like... Well like said. He gets paid all this Absolutely. money, right? To, uh, yeah, so... so I'll say he's the quarterback, quarterback of a national football league team, and you are 100% correct. There comes a sense of uh, responsibility, and it doesn't mean you have to be a perfect human being, 
but it does come with a sense of responsibility. You are absolutely 100% correct. Yeah, just like we have code of conduct at our yep. workplace. But yep. But and so so like uh, we were having this conversation, and you know, like obviously one of my friends brought up the Kobe Bryant situation. Uh, now Kobe Bryant was obviously one incident, and you know, obviously it never went to court, or I, I don't know, I don't know if there was a settlement or not, because I was a little kid back then. But you know, do you think the Kobe Bryant situation did not get es- escalated to a higher level because we didn't have social media or 100 percent it was just one okay yeah it was okay. it, it, at the time it was extremely uh it, it, it was a hot topic uh not like today because of social media i believe there was a settlement with the uh victim in colorado in that case and by the way uh you know i, I believe that that is the main reason why kobe bryant's logo did not become the NBA logo and it's Jerry West. And I don't think Jerry West, I, I don't think the logo should be changed, but I think for the record, there were those that upon his death thought that the NBA should pay tribute to Kobe Bryant with having his logo be the NBA logo. And that incident in Colorado uh, will never allow that to happen because you can say everything you want about Kobe Bryant, but that was an extremely disturbing allegation uh, and Kobe got through it and his legacy is what it is, but you bring up a very good point. So, and, and you know what, it's and, good hearing from you. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah. And, and you just want to say, so, and, and would you say the other key difference in the Kobe and the Deshaun Watson is because he has 66 women and that was one incident. Um, I don't think it really matters whether it's multiple women or one woman, a uh, quote unquote crime is a crime, sexual abuse, sexual violation, uh, right is uh, you know I, I understand yeah, I, what I, you're saying. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I, I think I, th- I think I think the difference is this: when there are 66 women, there's really leaves no shadow of a doubt, right? There's really okay. no one I don't think that has a uh, any common sense that can be walking around and thinking that Deshaun Watson is not guilty of these claims. That's that's the big difference. You know, I think if it's one person, it can always be a he say she say. And again, I'm I'm, I'm not even getting into that particular case. I'm just saying if there's one person, okay, well, I'll use Luke Walton as, as an example. There was only yes. one individual uh, that accused Luke Walton of uh, sexual uh, 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 allegations. And it was, Luke was able to prove his innocence and his defense. There was no other woman that came forward. Uh, generally, when you are an individual that has this pattern of behavior, there will be more women that step forward. That never happened in Luke Walton's case. And Luke was able to prevail uh, because this this individual did not have enough evidence to pursue against Luke. And Luke was found to be uh, in the clear and, you know, rightfully so. So, um, you know, every case is different. I, I, I hate to generalize here, but yes, when there's 60 plus women, uh, as Ryan said, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, and then last thing I'll say about Luke one, one, his lawyers basically made a statement: all that is false, and we won't pay them a dime. So I feel like if you're innocent, that's correct. You don't need to settle. Yep. Go, go do it again, right? Because it's your reputation, right? So, hey, yeah. freaking right, well, man, you're one hundred percent correct. You have a great weekend. All right, you too. Thank you. That's a, very well said. All right, we will try to get back to uh, Bella B again here in beautiful Calgary, Alberta. Bella, I want to talk to you. I want to hear what you're thinking about your star player going to Columbus. Hit that little microphone icon. 
and I will uh, get you on. You've been on with me before, and you can come on with me again. So if you don't want to come on, I know you, know, you, you were superstitious last time, but I want to hear what you think about your star player leaving the Calgary Flames to go play for Columbus. But I got to roll. Uh, here we go. Bella, are you with me? Hello, Bella. Hello. There you are. Hello, Bella. Oh, How are you? I, I, I am good. I'm sorry. I am outside. And actually, surprisingly, you know what? It's 89. And Wow. For Calgary, and it's the middle of the Calgary Stampede. But I'm outside. Hi. Oh, wow. How bummed out are you about Johnny Gaudreau? Ah, I lost Bella. Bella, I got to let you go. We got a terrible connection, but you know what? I Have fun at the Calgary Stampede. Stay cool and have yourself a great weekend. All right? And for everyone else listening, have a fabulous weekend. This has been a great week. I've really enjoyed it. The calls have been phenomenal. Again, the most listeners that I've had, and that I, I will tell you, you know, most people can't listen live, but they listen to the show when I post it on my uh, platforms. And the numbers have been excellent. So for that, I thank you. Make it a great weekend, and I'll talk to you on Monday. Grant Napier is saying so long, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.